good afternoon and welcome to your DIY Health here on the People's Patriot Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Wednesday, May 6, 2020, and got a little bit of a late start. Had some issues for some reason and pushing the buttons and nothing's happening. <laughs> but it seems to be working now, so we apparently are cooking with lard. All righty then. Anyway, this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing it's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All you have to do is uh, check things out. Uh, the uh, products that we talk about are there, the Longevity uh, Nutritional Supplements, the CTFO CBD Oils, the Stem Enhance Ultra by Cerule, the X39 Patch by LifeWave, the Pulsed Electromagnetic Therapy Unit that you can find under the Circulation section of the Trinity of Health tab, and last but not least, the coffee I drink, Gano Excel. Detoxifies you, clears up your skin, is actually healthy coffee. It's good for you. And it doesn't bring along all the political garbage that you get with those coffees that you pay a lot of bucks for, if you know what I'm getting at. And uh, it's only about 50 cents a cup, which is really cool. And I love this stuff. It's great, hot, cold, and everywhere in between. And everything's got money-back guarantees, so if you don't like something, you can always get a refund. Uh, give it a try. You'll be supporting the show. And you may find something that you just can't live without. <laughs> you never know. I know I have. So anyway, uh, check out the website. At the bottom of the homepage, you'll see the Facebook button set up for the uh, show. And, uh, and if you have any questions on anything, you can hit the Contact Me button, send me an email or call, and we'll be more than happy to help you get things straight. Uh, just keep in mind I don't check those things during the show, but I do check them after, and anything that comes in will get a response within a few hours. And also, if you hit the Radio Shows tab, You'll see at the top of the page the link to our archive page set up through castbox.fm where we have almost 300 shows archived now. And uh, scrolling down further, you'll see a bunch of other information about the shows, where they are and how you listen. And then at the bottom is another link for the Facebook page as well as the um, chat room. And everybody knows what those are for, so we don't need to go into that. But um, it's all there. It's all there for your use. Share it via email, social media. Uh, all that good stuff, we encourage you to do so, so other people can find out uh, about the way to naturally restore their health without dangerous drugs and surgery. And at the same time, uh, they may even figure out a way to make some money, because a lot of these things are network marketing businesses. And in this day and age, uh, as many have found out, unfortunately, in the last few months, your job may not be quite as, a sec as secure as you think it is. Uh, there are many people, how many, almost like 30 million now that have filed for unemployment in the last couple of weeks. I'll bet many of those folks wish they had 
uh, something else to rely on. And quite honestly, I'm not bragging or anything, but uh, uh, so far anyway, you know, thank the Lord, uh, I have not had any problems financially because my businesses continue to go because they are health-related things. And when you have a health crisis, all of a sudden, those things that people were taking for granted become very, very important to them. I was kind of wondering what was going to be like um, but March, the month of March, I thought things were going to slow down business-wise. And my longevity business, it was the best month I've had in almost a year. <laughs> so uh, really a very good uh, surprise. Um, made a little more money than normal, which was kind of pretty cool. And it just seems like it's uh, going to continue on, at least for the short term. Now, if things really get bad, there's no doubt in my mind it could also go down as well. But it's definitely made the, uh, uh, the difference um, so far. And... Uh, you know, my life really hasn't changed much, except like I keep saying, <laughs> I want a haircut. <laughs> but other than that, other than not being able to see my buddy, my barber, um, everything else is just uh, status quo, so to speak. You know, I haven't uh, changed anything. I, I'm in the house most of the time anyway, but I go out when I have to. I don't worry about whether I'm violating some lockdown order when I do it. If I got to go, I go. Uh, you know, the only thing, the other thing that I'm limited is, you know, a lot of places I normally would go are closed, so I don't have the place to go, but it's not because I'm not trying to get there. It's just they aren't open. So anyway, uh, consider that. You know, look at the stuff. If you got any questions about any of the business opportunities, um, feel free. Uh, take advantage of it. There's some great things going on. Um, I did not get a chance to do some research. There's some new st uh, stuff going on with uh, Cerule this month. Uh, some specials, and quite honestly, I haven't had a chance to um, check into them yet. But uh, if you click the link on the homepage, it'll take you to the Cerule homepage where those uh, specials are, I'm sure, will be visible, so you can learn about them there. Normally, I put them on my uh, homepage, but I just haven't had a chance, and I apologize for that. Well, anyway... Um, the uh, number to call into the show, well, before I go there, uh, keep in mind that uh, nothing we say on the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's here for your educational and education purposes only, and education and entertainment purposes, excuse me. And, uh, you know, keep in mind that uh, the, the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on the show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the People's Patriot Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. And uh, just use this show as a jumping off point so that you can do your own research and your own due diligence so that as a responsible adult, you can make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. So um, number to call into the show is 614-426-8787. Or uh, find Sarge 45 ACP on Skype. That's S-A-R-G-E. The number's 45 and the letters A-C-P as in Paul. Send a contact request. Mention you're a listener. We'll get you approved. And then from that point on, you'll be able to call in anytime you want in excellent audio quality or at least a whole lot better than what you get when you call in on the phone. Put it that way. So um, I got this from Roger, uh, Roger Sales who precedes me in, uh, with the Radio Ranch two hours before this show. And he played this on Monday, but I'm sure there's a lot of folks that didn't hear it. And it, he sent me a copy of it, and it is just absolutely amazing. And I'll put a, a link to it in the uh, uh, show description at the end of the show. But this is a uh, clip 
from a show. Uh, let me see if it says when. Um, it's from the Dead Zone, and the episode was The Plague. And when did it air? Um, doesn't say. But from what I understand, this show was on the air somewhere around 2002, 2003, something like that. Uh, I remember the show. I never watched it, but I remember hearing about it, and I remember hearing the name on you know commercials and junk like that. But um, oddly enough, so far, you know, since it was posted, there's only been 3,000 people view it, which is really kind of surprising. Uh, but I'm going to post it on my Facebook page, and I'll also put it on the show description. But this is a very interesting and telling um, almost prophecy of what was to come. And it's, uh, the, like I said, the, uh, the program was called The Dead Zone, and the episode was called The Plague. So let's listen to this and see if you see what I see. <laughs> All right, what's going on? Just let me think about where to start. Well, he saw something. What is it? I saw a virus. I think some kind of disease. A, a virus? Like what? Like SARS? I, I don't know. All I know is that it's highly infectious. And it may be fatal. Right now, we could all be infected. If we take this outside, we risk the whole town. Johnny, how big is this going to get? I don't know. We just have to do everything we can to stop this, starting right now, Walt. He's right. All right. All right, here's what's going to happen. We need to make sure that everybody that's inside stays inside. I'm going to get a few deputies on it. We'll call it a, uh, a lockdown. Lockdown? Well, until I come up with something better. Halt. No. No, you cannot lock the school doors. With this is for your family's safety. Will I get sick, too? Yeah. Maybe we should wear masks. What difference does it make? According to you, we've already been exposed. Let's get one thing straight, Mr. Smith. I'm responding to political pressure. You have no reason to be scared. Let me ask you something, Amy. Animals. You've been around any animals in the backyard, even, let's say, a skunk, a raccoon? I'm going to swab the inside of your mouth with this little Q-tip. Trying to get a handle on this animal. Damn efficient airborne transmission. Blood tests and swabs aren't telling us much. We know it acts like a virus. It causes high fever and respiratory distress. Tracking and treating a mysterious outbreak like this would take the CDC months. We better get started then. For anyone who hasn't been exposed already needs to wear a mask. China, isn't that where flu viruses come from? Yeah. A lot of viruses come from their international flight to China. That's no coincidence. Whatever it is, it originated in China. Time is not on our side. It's like looking for a needle in a needle stack. We have ruled out all the usual suspects, influenza, SARS, bacterial pneumonia. How long is it going to take? Well, it took 34 days to isolate the coronavirus that caused SARS, and that's fast. I'm authorizing a quarantine on everyone who's come in contact with a symptomatic person. There's got to be something I can do. And the enzyme the virus when they reduce So the chloroquine did this. So the chloroquine This is it. This is your virus. I'm sorry, but there's no cure for that. 
hydroxychloroquine. That's an anti-malarial drug. No. Listen, it suppresses the enzymes. Welcome back, you damn fool. What happened? We started everyone on chloroquine, stopped the thing dead in its tracks. Now, the CDC would have figured it out eventually, but not in time. Imagine that. Did that sound anything like what we're seeing today, almost uh, 17, 18 years after this TV show aired? Wow. You even talk about chloroquine, coronavirus, SARS, all the stuff that we've had in the past. Tell me that was coincidence. I think not. And if you're not familiar with the Illuminati, the people running things really, they have a, a rule that before they do anything to us, they have to tell us what they're going to do. And it's normally done through media, through movies, TV shows, and that kind of thing. And that's exactly what happened here. Um, I've also seen books uh, where, you know, back in about the same time, they talk about, or it might have been written even earlier, but there was a thing around 2020, there would be a uh, terrible virus that would affect the world. It would rise and then disappear and then come back about 10 years later. So between now and 2030, <laughs> you know, who knows? But, um, and it would affect the whole world. Many would die and all this kind of stuff. But uh, what they didn't say is it would be blown way out of proportion. But that's pretty much what's happened. And uh, I think it's really interesting when you see these things and, uh, and get a chance to go back and look at them again. Um, there was another one. I got to see if I can find real quick here. I thought I had it. I may not have saved it. <laughs> I hate when I do that. Um, <laughs> looking through my files here. And maybe easier just to find. Uh, sorry about that. I'm typing and talking at the same time. Uh, see if I can find it here. <laughs> Let's see here. Ah, here we go. I'm going to play this one too. This is pretty interesting. Ohio has oh, always man. been a great place to live. Got all these goofy ads that come in here, and there's no way and to work. get around them. There, skip the ad. Here we go. secret conclave of America's media empires. We are here to come up with the next phony baloney crisis to put Americans back where they belong in dark rooms glued to their televisions too terrified to skip the commercials. Well, I think... NBC, you are here to listen and not speak. I think we should go with a good old-fashioned public health care. Uh, yeah. A new disease. No one's immune. 
It's like the summer of the shark, except instead of a shark, it's an epidemic. And instead of summer, it's all the time. That is okay. Now, I hate to be the guy who derails what everybody else loves. He loves being that guy. But, Janice, we do have standards. This can't be a made-up disease. The only moral thing to do is release a deadly virus into the general public. We do have something we've been holding on to, but it hasn't been tested. Get over here, NBC. Uh, <laughs> Well, we certainly believe in testing, but I... Oh, oh. Wow. Wow. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, we've got our deadly disease. Now, we just have to blame it on something that's in every household, something that people are a little bit afraid of already. House cat flu is coming, people. The Center for Disease Disinformation predicts with some degree of probability that the house cat flu might spread in the following hypothetical outbreak pattern. So better beware, that warm body on your left just might be ready to destroy your tender fiddles. <coughs> Springfielders are advised to stay tuned for more information if they experience any of the following symptoms. Mild thirst, occasional hunger, tiredness at night. You know, I don't know when this was ever a good idea. Snifters of your influenza syrup. One for me, one for Smithers here, and the rest for my hounds. Give him what he wants. He's the only taxpayer in this town. But, Mr. Mayor, these people have waited in line, and dogs can't even get the disease. They'll see me take it, and they'll want some. Easy, really, easy, really, little jelly belly. Sir, perhaps we should get out of here before people start resenting you. <laughs> Hurry up and get in. I'll drive. thing to stop playing now <laughs> oh boy yeah that's what happens when you don't plan these things out a little more but anyway you know there's stuff in the media all the time where they come across these things and they put them out and people never really think much about them until you know i'm sure somebody saw this way back when and it reminded them when when everything started happening in the news and they went back and found this uh, deal and started playing it and sending it out for people. And I'll tell you what, (laughs) 
it really uh, make, makes you start thinking about what's going on. I mean, they pretty much have this thing down to a science. They're even talking about chloroquine, uh, a malaria drug. But, you know, we figured it out before the CDC would have, which is exactly what happened. You know, you had doctors that were talking about it, and, of course, the CDC and all the, the bigwigs like uh, Fauci and Bur Burks and people like that were all poo-pooing it because, let's face it, it's all about killing people and making money in the process. And you can't kill people with a drug that works, which there are very few, but this one actually did the job. And at the same time, it's a generic that's been around for 50 years, so there's no money to be made in it. And that's why they keep downplaying this. You know, if you go anywhere except Fox News for the most part and some of the uh, radio shows on the Internet like mine and uh, Rogers and, you know, some of the others out there, um, we're talking about it. And, you know, as if you want to go with a drug type of pharmaceutical option, hydroxychloroquine and zinc is the way to go. But if you simply, and again, this is something that no one else is talking about but us, uh, if you do natural things like vitamin C and better yet, the entire spectrum, 90 essential nutrients like Dr. Wallach talks about, if you give your body those things, you will have an immune system that can stand up against the coronavirus, SARS, Ebola, AIDS, all these other things out here and just laugh at it. Um, but, of course, the medical experts, oh no, nutrition can't possibly help this. And, of course, even though there's thousands of uh, cases of uh, cures with hydroxychloroquine and zinc, oh, no, this is an untested thing. It still has, you know, problems, and it can cause cardiovascular issues and that kind of junk. And uh, there was a guy, um, I forget who he was, he worked for, he was a doctor that worked in a, um, a nursing home somewhere in the U.S., and uh, there were some cases that broke out in his nursing home, and rather than listen to the other morons out there, he decided to start treating everybody prophylactically with hydroxychloroquine. And lo and behold, everybody recovered. And there were absolutely no instances whatsoever of any kind of cardio issues that may have possibly, you know, that the experts are saying this can cause cardio problems and it could kill you. You know, you might be you're cured of the disease, but you're going to die. It's all a bunch of baloney. They're doing everything they can to take what works that doesn't cost much and blow it out of the water so that they can push a new drug that can be patented for, and you can bet it will be thousands of dollars a dose, until they come up with their already in the can but yet to be released vaccine, which they will try and force on everybody and make you pay for it as well, which forget that garbage. And uh, it's it's just a sad situation to see the, the generally dumb public out there just eating this stuff up. You know, I, uh, I still am amazed. Every time I go out, it's easier and easier and easier to count the number of people not wearing masks as opposed to those who are. And uh, the time is coming. We're already seeing it sporadically. But I expect that... Um, as time goes on, you're going to start seeing people get physically attacked uh, for not wearing a mask. Not by the authorities, but by the mask Nazis, the people who have designated themselves as the protector of uh, society, who will respond as a vigilante when they see someone who should be wearing a mask but isn't. 
and uh, these self-proclaimed experts and protectors will just blindly go af- off after after somebody who's not following what they deem to be the correct correct procedures and it's 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 going to get interesting you know it always is it seems around here anymore but uh, just when you think you've seen it all somebody comes up with something that's even dumber um just like the old thing you know just when you think you've heard it all you keep talking <laughs> it gets worse and worse but anyway i wanted to play those two little clips just to give an idea of uh, what the media has done over the years to let us know what's coming and uh, this one really surprised me when i got it from roger i heard him play it and i my goodness and it's one thing to hear the audio but you really need to see the video you know and it makes it so much more understandable as to what's going on so like i said it will be posted on the facebook page as well as the link will be in the uh, show description for today's replay so anyway um phone lines are open 614-426-8787 for anybody that wants to call in didn't really have anything in particular uh you know i'm just you know we've been beating this dead horse of uh, coronavirus for so long and there's really not a whole lot of new stuff going on out there other than you know you've got states that are uh, trying to open they're in different uh, stages of reopening you know supposedly in ohio this week we are supposed to be having manufacturing and construction jobs opening back up uh, on the 12th all resale establishments are supposed to be opening still no word about um, restaurants for dine-in and or um, uh, things like beauty parlors uh, barber shops and those kind of things and the sad thing is is you've got uh, situations where those kind of businesses are some of the most volatile you know they're the most you know where people mostly are subcontractors so to speak you know i know my barber shop you know they uh you know each of the barbers i'm not sure if they're if they're you know they get tips obviously and they charge so much per haircut and it all goes into a community cash register and i don't know if they're just getting a paid an hourly wage or how that works out but um, the bottom line is these guys really don't have anything else to fall back on uh, when the when the shops close they're not making money when they're t- when they take time off they're not making money and i honestly don't know how some of these people are uh, making ends meet if they didn't have a really good um, you know savings account that they can dip into or investments which you know generally that's not the case when you're talking about someone doing hairstyles and nails and things like that so and it, that's like you said the the situation with the shop owner the the beauty parlor owner down in uh, texas who opened up and then of course they put her in jail roger or robert how's it going buddy it's going good morning you know good afternoon <laughs> for you it is yep yeah yep what's up i uh, purchased a uh, on Amazon a set of uh, hair clippers, and when they arrive uh, week after next or whenever they arrive, I'm just going to shave my head unless one of the shops open, then I'll go get a haircut. But if the barber shops here are still closed, I'll just shave it and sit the hell with it. 
Yeah, I'm I'm literally considering the same thing. I've got a really good set of uh, Oster A5s, which are it's a heavy duty thing. I used to have an Airedale uh, dog, and I had to, you know, their hair doesn't shed like a regular dog. It just grows and grows and grows pretty much, and you have to either they call it stripping, where you have some combs that you basically go through and pull the hair out, or you know what I was doing is I had a set of really heavy duty clippers that would you know just you know cut the hair. And I'd have to do that every couple of months. And uh, the dog is no longer with us, but the clippers are. And I'm going to have to dig those things out and uh, find the right blades. And I'm thinking of doing the same thing. I figure, you know, it could be who knows how long before barbershops are allowed to open, given yep. in our state with the idiots running things. And <clears throat> what they're doing, you know, most places that try to open uh, before they're allowed end up having their power and water turned off. Which yeah, they is, probably will. It seems to be the standard procedure, um, and uh, you know, if unless they're in a position where they can generate their own electricity or have a well, you know, they're kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, and most places aren't like that. It's your barbershop. <laughs> yeah, a Y two K shop, you know. But uh, so they're kind of they're they're between a rock and a hard place, and they everybody are. and you can bet that when they do finally open. You're going to see lines outside your barber shops that you know basically uh, rival those for the food pantries. I mean, no doubt. Yeah, you there's will. this line you six will. miles down the freeway, and it's where's it going? It's going to the local barber shop. My goodness, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's going yeah. to be unbelievable. So I figure by the time my hair grows back, the rush to get to the barber shop may have <laughs> finally gone down. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I don't I have any problem doing a trip down memory lane and going back to Quantico, Virginia, for a Marine store, Marine Corps haircut. You know, just you're done. You know, high and tight. Summer is coming. You know, this was more than high and tight. This was gone. Yeah, I hear you. And the cool part was, you know, we that I would I was happy to go in and pay two dollars and twenty five cents every two weeks for a haircut, even though it hadn't grown but an eighth of an inch. You know, just to yeah. sit, you know, for two yeah. seconds in the barber chair where the only building on post that was air conditioned, you know, and, you know, in July in uh, Virginia, where it was uh, 95 degrees in the shade and uh, 100% humidity, uh, that little teeny bit of time in his barber chair was like gold. So, you know, happy to do it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, this is getting real annoying. You know, I get out of the shower or I get up out of bed in the morning. I look like Bozo the Clown with a bad hair day. <laughs> it's just nasty, except it's not red. But, um, uh, you know, just like, like an explosion in a steel wool factory. So, anyway, yeah, I just, uh, I'm very soon going to do the same thing, I think. And either that or I'll probably have to do it myself because I won't be able to talk my wife into it. <laughs> but who knows? So what else is going on? Any other uh, ideas, input, what uh, what you're seeing out in your neck of the woods? I was reading um, my uh, online version of Review Journal newspaper, which is the Las Vegas Review Journal down in Vegas, and had a big article about MGM, which is a, a large casino operating company. They have right. casinos, hotels globally. They may even have some in your neck of the woods, but they're big down in Vegas. they got about 12 or 13 properties on the Strip. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that about 63,000 employees are about to be furloughed, and most, if not all, of that number will be permanently let go in August. Mm-hmm. And that's just one company. 63, yeah, that's 000. unbelievable. On you the know. street, no damn job. That's the one and thing that, I'm seeing. 
you know, that's I'm, just an astounding number. Astounding. Yeah. yeah, I was watching Fox last night, and there are several people there, you know, uh, um, college professors and economics and things that said, you know, now is the time to reopen. If we don't do it now, we're not going to be able to do it, kind of thing. I mean, we've reached the point of no return, just about for a lot of business. Yeah. You know, we're past the point of no return for a lot of businesses, but yeah. for you know. When you got these small companies out there that they have no money coming in, but they're still they've got a building that they're leasing, they've got rent due, and all that kind of stuff, they have. There's no way they can continue on. They basically yep. just have to fold. And once that happens, trying to get restarted is going to be very difficult, if if even possible. And that's something mm-hmm. that, um, which I, I honestly think that's part of the plan. You know, Bill Gates yep. and company and all these idiots that are trying to destroy America, they're doing everything they can, you know, ultimately to get to rid of Trump. To destroy America. Yeah, yep. destroy America and get rid of Trump, and then they can take over and, and rebuild America in their vision, which is, you know, Sovietized. But, um, yeah, it's going to get scary. Now, one thing I did want to mention, if, if people haven't done it yet, <clears throat> Dr. Glidden's... Um, Light on the or shining light on the coronavirus madness. Uh, he did a video, you know, I've, I've talked about it in the past, where um, originally it was a pay per view on Vimeo for 1995. And uh, Vimeo, after a couple of weeks, you know, decided that it was a violation of their community standards. So they took it down and refused to give the money that they had, you know, taken for the purchases of the video uh, and give it to Dr. Glidden. So, um, I was able to put in for a, a refund and actually got it the other day, which kind of surprised me. I thought I'd have to fight him for it. But now Dr. Glidden has posted the video again on another platform uh, free of charge. So Ooh. it's a two-hour and 45-minute long video. It's awesome. Cool. And if you go to cool. riseupintohealth.com, and I will have the link on my uh, show description, riseupintohealth.com, when you go to that, hit the uh, free content button. And then you'll see the uh, the video there. It's called Interviews, I think is what they call it. Uh, coronavirus Interviews video. Yeah, it's the third thing down under the free content drop-down menu. And uh, I encourage everybody to go there and watch it. You will get a big education on the natural approach to this kind of thing. And not just the coronavirus, but virtually anything, uh, pathologically speaking, uh, the stuff they talk about will work for the flu, will work for coronavirus, will work for SARS, AIDS, Ebola, Ebola, everything. And uh, there's a lot of good information in there. You know, if you listen on Mondays, you hear John, he's ta- constantly talking about vitamin C, vitamin C, vitamin C. And because, you know, he keeps listening to all these MDs who don't know anything about nutrition, and they're talking just vitamin C and forgetting the other 89 you know, required nutrients. And they're talking mega doses. Well, you have to do mega doses of something when you don't have the other stuff around the cofactors necessary to make a standard dose work right. That's why they have to do mega doses. And this is covered in this video. And, you know, real vitamin C versus the man made stuff, ascorbic acid, which is like a hollow shell. And they talk about uh, vitamin C from natural organic lemons being real, pure, whole vitamin C far more powerful, far better than the just the basic ascorbic acid that you find in most supplements, including, I'll admit, even the longevity supplements are made with ascorbic acid. Because when you're producing a, a natural or any kind of a supplement, 
that's the form that you have to use, basically. It's kind of hard to take raw vitamin C from a natural lemon and put it into the right form so it will work in these kind of preparations. Plus, if you could, it would be so expensive nobody would buy it. So, you know, as they say, anything's better than nothing. So ascorbic acid is better than no vitamin C at all. But when you can buy organic lemons and take the juice from half a lemon, uh, which will give you all the vitamin C you need in the ripe form, in the natural form, and do everything you need to do to boost your immune system, again, especially if you're taking the complete broad spectrum 90 essential nutrient program uh, it's just icing on the cake and will really give you a strong strong protection against all this junk and then uh, the other thing of course there's more and more coming out about um, the fudged numbers and all that kind of thing and the the fact that uh, cdc is downgraded from 60 some thousand to 30 some thousand actual COVID-19 deaths, the rest were assumed or presumed, and I think the actual number is probably way higher than it really was, too. But they have to keep fudging the numbers to justify what they're doing with all these lockdowns. And the thing is, Mm -hmm. is more and more people are finding out the truth about what's going on and that the numbers, all the models that this whole thing was based on in the first place were totally off by, you know, mega times you know just you know so far off it just you know totally out of uh out of the ballpark and uh so what they're they have to keep the illusion of a problem going in order to justify their continued lockdowns when in fact they could open up the entire country yesterday and we wouldn't see anything worse and you know of course the economy would get back on track and then you know trump would have a chance to rebuild it between now and the election which we can't have that no sirree bob and, of course, you got the idiot governor here in Ohio saying they may not open the schools again for two years. I said, what? <laughs> you know, we need to get rid of these well, bozos. Well, that'd be something I would be in favor of. <laughs> well, yeah, from that standpoint, you know, if people were forced, the trouble is, is, you know, most, if you have a two-parent family and they have kids, they have, both parents are working in order to put food on the table and yep. basically maintain you know, cover all the expenses. And when the parents need to go back to work and the kids are at home, especially if they're small kids, who's going to school them? You know, really, our system has been turned into a government daycare program. That's true. You know, the kids are there because that's the only place the parents can put them because they both have to work. And not, unfortunately, they don't have to, but they have, you know, overspent and (laughs) over-desired you know, things far more than what they need to survive. You know, the old keeping up with the Joneses. Well, they've got a boat and a car and a camper. We have to have a boat and a car and a camper and a truck and all this other junk and, of course, the payments that go with it. So people are living so far outside their means that they can't survive on one income. Many times both parents are working multiple jobs, and uh, the kids suffer as a result. You know, thank goodness there are people... Now, we have uh, people in my church where the husband works, the mother stays at home, homeschools the kids, takes care of the house, and they they survive just fine. Now, they're not dining on uh, caviar and champagne, but, uh, you know, most people don't want sturgeon eggs anyway. And uh, last time I had champagne, it tasted like, you know, crap anyhow. So, but they do all right. 
the trouble is, is all the people with the, uh, you know, trying to beat out everybody else, you know, trying to buy the things that they don't need, you know, to prove to impress people they don't like, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, things they can't afford as well. So, you know, but, you know, I would love to see it go back to the way it was, you know, in the 50s where dad worked, mom stayed home, took care of the house and the kids. She could do the homeschooling and, um, you know, raise the children properly with their values rather than what they get from these, you know, who knows what's going on in these indoctrination camps we call public schools. And uh, think the society would be a whole lot better. Trouble is, it would be going in the wrong direction, according to what uh, uh, Bernie and, and Sleepy Joe and all the rest of these bozos want things to have or go. Creepy so, Joe. <laughs> sleepy and creepy. I'll tell you what. And that's something else, you know, for that the stuff that's going on, the, the hypocrisy now of the Me Too movement and all these other groups out there that when, uh, when Kavanaugh was being uh, uh, run through the rigor, and as this lazy Ford bimbo who had, it was obvious that it was a bogus uh, complaint. You know, even the people that knew her, we don't remember any of that. We don't know what she's talking about. You know, and she couldn't run, you know, couldn't give concrete details on anything. And then you have the same type of a situation with the uh, creepy Joe, except for the fact that she actually worked for him. She's a lifelong Democrat yep. and, yep. you know, and actually tried to file a report you know, did, you know, talk to people when it happened and that kind of thing. And those people are coming back. Yeah, I remember her complaining about that stuff. And yeah. uh, well, her mama went on. Uh, yeah, I think went Larry on Larry King, King and, and asked, what, what's my up. wife, what's my daughter to yeah. do? You know, she was, you know, yeah. you know, has an issue with this guy. But because out of respect, she's not filing a report and that kind of thing. What more could she do? You know, and uh, yeah. and of course, the same people that were, oh, we have to believe all women, you know, now where are they? This woman's a woman, and she's uh, got a more believable story than Blazy Ford did, and they're nowhere to be found. Just crickets, yep. you know. <laughs> yep. Excellent uh, just point. Super hypocrite, hypocrites, and uh, that's uh -huh. that's everything on the left. You know, unless you're, you know, it's, it's you only believe women when they're attacking Republicans. If they're attacking a Democrat, <laughs> even if they're a Democrat too, no, <laughs> you know. It's a it's a whole different story, but um, yeah, there's so much goofy stuff going on today. And the thing is, is what's what's being done in the background that we don't know about uh, the legislation that's being uh, passed and or tried to and that kind of thing. Uh, there's a big uh, anti-gun bill that they've you know, of course it you know won't go anywhere, thank goodness, or hopefully won't. But if it did, oh my goodness, the things that are in that bill just unbelievable. It's like SB five seven one seven or something like that. I can't remember the number on it, but uh, you know who knows what else is going on. And uh, I saw I heard something the other day where uh, it was a it was a preacher who was basically given a rundown on everything that's been going on um, with this virus. And it's probably too long to play because it's like a, it's almost a half hour long, unfortunately. Uh, but if I can find it, I will put it. Uh, another preacher friend of mine actually sent it to me, and I think, yeah, there it is. I've got the link here, so I'll put that in the show description for today as well. People can go look at it. But he actually talks about um, the first um, 
what do they call it, uh, the stimulus bill was introduced in like January, if I remember him saying, if I remember right. Which you know, wow. was, you know, so it was before any of the major things started rolling out, and yeah. I got to check that out because that's something. But uh, he did a great job of laying out what's going on and what's being done, and uh-huh. uh, they're just destroying the country. And we've got to get things opened back up, or you know, most small businesses are never going to survive. And the thing that really stinks is, you know, they close all the small mom and pop shops. And they leave all the big box stores, the big corporate places open. You know, if you can, you know, and I've, I've seen just tons and tons of pictures like Lowe's parking lots that are just crammed full. And, you know, we can have that, but why can't we have church? You know, those people are in there walking around. They're passing each other, you know, almost brushing elbows. They're not social distancing. And if they can do it in those stores, why is it, you know, the, the it's a really smart virus that won't spread in in Lowe's, but it will spread in a in a small you know uh, home or a small mom and pop uh, hardware store. You know that's a smart virus, and a yeah, smart yeah. virus that only you will go no in idea. one door and come out the other, and you know all these other goofy things that are going on that make absolutely no sense. But you got to ask yourself why is it that all these small businesses have to close when the big ones are allowed to stay open. And it's the same thing going. You actually got more chance for uh, exposure in a big business with more people than you do in a small business that has fewer people. So why is it they had the little ones had to close? Because that's, the whole goal point. is to destroy the small businesses so the corporate things can flourish and take over. And that's just you were uh, talking about uh, House uh, Senate bills. H.R. 5717 and S. Bill 3254. Yeah, I believe those are the ones. Yeah. yeah pretty disgusting. You know, they would um, just literally, you know, of course, it's the whole thing <laughs> start to finish is just one big unconstitutional mess. Um, but uh, that kind of thing, I don't see it passing any time. There's no way they would have a, enough to override a veto. Definitely. It would not make it through the Senate. So you got no. the, you know you got the version in the house that I don't even know if it would make it through the house. Uh, those are the kind of things that there would be a split in the Democratic Party. You know the Republicans I think would all be opposed to it, and there would be a lot of Dems that'd be opposed to it as well. There's um, back when I was spending time lobbying in Congress, there were quite a few Democrats that were even though they were Democrats they were very pro-gun um, areas. And they would vote the right way on just about every gun control bill. Uh, they would be pro-Second Amendment because they knew if they didn't, they'd lose their, their office. It'd be that bad. So, you know, the Democrats would vote them out and put in another Democrat that was pro-gun. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> it was kind of, you know, there's, there's definitely an oxymoron, you know, <laughs> definitely in this day and age. But back in the 80s and 90s, that was a common thing. Um, I remember a guy from Michigan. I can't remember his name. He was a foreign, former Michigan state trooper and um, great guy, but he was a Democrat. But, man, when it came to uh, gun control stuff, he was always no, because <laughs> he knew but that was Jim, the only way he was going to stick around. Won't the NRA out. save us? What's that? Won't the NRA save us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If you believe that, I've got some oceanfront property in Arizona I'd like to talk to you about, you know. <laughs> 
the young the NRA is selling us down the road one one bit at a time. You know, especially in times like these when it's really a, a, a stark black and white type of a situation. You know, they come off as being pro-gun. But when there's a lot of gray area, they give up a lot in order to get access in the offices in Washington. You know, the real pro-gun group out there that people should be supporting is Gun Owners of America. They're the only Larry ones Brett. that are truly, you know, 100% Second Amendment. Absolutely no question, no take no prisoners. And uh, they make a lot of enemies where they go because, you know, if a Republican don't vote right, they call them on it. And they, they give them an F in their ratings and stuff and that kind of thing. And uh, I'll tell you what, that's what we need. We need to have people that really paint the right picture and, and show people what's going on. Did you know that gun sales are up north of 70%? Yeah. It's the 70. highest they've ever been. And the funny thing is, yeah. is the new gun owners, most of them are liberals that have never owned guns before. Even yeah. they are getting scared. <laughs> and that's scary. Right to be. You know, when you got a bunch of liberals out there, a bunch of tree huggers and whatnot, who are getting scared and they decide that I need a gun for protection, you know, heaven help us because you got those people that don't know which end, you know, how to load a cartridge into a magazine and, you know, we got bullets and we got clips and we got this stuff and we got that stuff. They don't know anything about it. They and heaven help us if they don't get some training. Um, yeah. You know, because they'll end up shooting each other and you know, <laughs> accidental mm -hmm. gunshot deaths will go up. Which you know, mm -hmm. as long as they're liberals, that'd be okay, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kill them all before uh, they have a chance to reproduce, right? Or get them out of exactly. the gene pool. But um, yeah, that's some scary stuff. You know, when even the liberals are out there getting nervous. Uh, and that makes me nervous. You know, liberals with guns in their hands with no training. Oh, boy. Uh, definitely want to be behind them, not in front of them. <laughs> but You back uh, the liberals. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'm behind you, 100%. <laughs> as long as that muzzle's pointing the other direction. Oh, uh, man. But, yeah, it's uh, it's getting interesting. Everything that's, uh, you know, the old down is up, up is down, you know, wrong is right, right is wrong, you know, left is right, right is left, <laughs> uh, left is wrong, right is right. But uh, There was a sign on your uh, video that said, Mike DeWine, to-do list, open up Ohio, get rid of Amy and go on vacation. Yep. What Amy was, what it referring Amy to? Acton. Amy who? She is the um, pro-Obama, pro-abortion uh, director of the ohio department of public he of health she's uh, the one that's actually okay. issuing all the lockdown orders mm. and uh because you know they have a section 3701 something or other that gives the department of health the authority but there's no constitutional authority for that law <laughs> so they're yeah. you know it's all baseless everything they do is color of law but not actual law because there's nothing in the constitution that authorizes them to do anything like that and they just pass a law that says you can, and but there's no authority in the Constitution for it. So it's the old typical sleight of hand thing where, oh, we've got a law. See, it says right here you can do this. Oh, well, I guess so. I guess that's the case. I said, show me in the Ohio Constitution where there's authority granted to the General Assembly to pass that law. Until you do that, this law has no force and effect, and I don't have to follow it. And any of the orders you issue don't have to be followed either. And that's why I do what I do. I go out and I drive around and I go places and do things, you know. And uh, they don't like it. Tough crap. You know, follow the Constitution <laughs> and I'll, I'll go along with you. 
you know, but uh, you can't because there's nothing in there that allows for it. And that's the whole thing. And unfortunately, again, that shows the ignorance of the people who just follow it blindly. Well, they've got this law. You know, I guess it's okay. You know, they did it right. No, they didn't. And people don't understand how this all works. Not to mention the fact that even the Ohio General Assembly, the body in our our state that's in you know vested with the power to make law, they can't make a law that violates your constitutionally protected rights. So what makes Agreed. you think that some unelected bureaucrat has the authority to do anything that even comes close to the force and effect of law? Absolutely not. It's nope. all BS. It's all smoke and mirrors, and they're they're basically you know, counting on the stupidity of the public to put up with it and go along with it because they're ignorant. And that's where ignorance of the law is no excuse. <laughs> that's right. Well, I'm Madison not versus Marbury. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. And that's the problem. And that's 99.9%. Basically, the same uh, survivability rate of this bug is about the stupidity rate of the people in this country. You know, the vast, overwhelming majority, over 99%, are just brain-dead and spoon-fed, believe what they're told by the talking heads on mainstream media, and just go along. Oh, we have to lock down. We have to wear masks. We can't go out in public. We can't, uh, you know, we have to stay six feet apart. You know, even husband and wife in bed, you know, if you're not six feet apart and wearing masks, you're you're bad. Um, That's crazy. That would be an interesting meme. Yeah, two people laying in bed, you know. The old Rob and Laura Petri, you know, got the twin beds. <laughs> they got them six feet apart, <laughs> and they're both wearing masks. No condoms, but a mask. <laughs> uh, and I like that thing Roger put out of the thing. His old Confucius say, man who wear wear mask in car by himself also go to bed with condom by himself. <laughs> the dad is crazy. But, you know, it is what it is. That's the times we're living in, you know. It's, you know, it, just sit back and just watch people and roll your eyes and shake your head. You know, <laughs> that's what I've been doing. And uh, I'm waiting for somebody to say, how come you're not wearing a mask? Oh, I've got this con- condition that's called intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've researched and researched. And I can't find a single study that says wearing a face mask does you any good at all. I find plenty of them that say they're detrimental to your health. They don't even work in surgical settings, and uh, there's no sense of wearing them. They're stupid. And uh, not to mention they cause problems because you're, you're breathing warm, moist air in and out, constantly recycling it. You're breathing in your own carbon dioxide. Anything that gets in there, bugs, whatnot, is a perfect environment for them to reproduce, and then you're inhaling them into your lungs. It's absolute insanity, especially when you're outside. Man, when you're outside, you should be breathing fresh air all the time. When you're inside, you should have a window open, breathing fresh air as much as you can. Yeah, it's crazy. But these goofy people will put these masks on dutifully and just, you know, I'm a sheep, oh, I'm a sheep, oh, got to wear my mask. (laughs) It's nuts. You know? And like I keep saying, I could care less about the coronavirus. What scares me is the sheeple virus. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And uh, if I ever had to wear a mask, I think I would write that on it. It's not the coronavirus, it's the sheeple virus to be worried about. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, That's too funny. That's too funny. Yeah. I saw one guy, he got one of those, it's like, the, it's like the, the mask that you wear when you're sanding and stuff. It's a little form-shaped, 
one that fits yeah. over your like a cup. And he cut slots yeah. slats in it so you could see his nose and mouth. <laughs> this is my Oh, speaking of which, speaking of which, did you um I forget where it might have been in California. You see the guy with the uh KKK hood on in the grocery store? No. <laughs> I gotta find it sent to you. It's pretty it's pretty <laughs> Oh, did he have a little spot for his nose? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. He did. He did. Nose in his eyes. Oh, man. That's awesome. I got to find this. (laughs) I bet he wasn't wearing it in Watts. (laughs) Oh, man. You got to be careful where you wear one of them things in L.A. Or anywhere else, for that matter. But good grief. That's true. You know, (laughs) used to be if you had a mask on, people would look at you like you're going to rob the place or something. Now they look at you like you're trying to, you know, make everybody sick. Where's your mask? Oh, okay. Yeah, of course, Governor DeWine says, uh, I'm not allowing criminals to wear masks. <laughs> I've issued an order. Don't wear a mask and don't commit any crimes during this. Can you believe all these liberal idiot mayors and governors that release these idiots from prison and then say, now, while you're out, don't do any crimes? <laughs> oh, yes, Massa. Okay, won't do no crimes. <laughs> they turn right well, around and rape somebody, rob a bank, kill somebody as quick as they can. You know, you got, and, and, then, and of course, then the governor or mayor's like, I can't believe they did that. I'm sitting here waving my hand back and forth and said, walk into this, you idiot, and <laughs> slapping his face. Um, and in the waning moments of the program, sadly, yeah. did you hear about the situation in Flint, Michigan at the Dollar General store? Oh, yeah, the um, situation yeah. where the woman went in without a mask and the guy yelled at her or something, and they... You know, they she left, and then they came back and shot the guy because yeah. he dissed her. Shot him, shot him dead yeah. in the back of the head, no less. Yeah, insanity. You know, and yeah, stupid on both sides of things. You know, number one, she yeah. shouldn't have been able to require to wear a mask in the first place. That would have solved things. But, but you know, to, to respond in that matter, that just shows the the level of stupidity and the level of yeah. tension because yeah. of all these lockdowns. People are on a very very. Uh, you know, they're on, you know, hair springs, you know, uh, hair triggers at this point. Uh, anything could set no somebody intended. off. It's nuts. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I saw that the other day. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> and we're probably, that's probably not the last of it either. You know, I've seen other no, people that were no. shot. Um, it's it's going to get weird. It really is. It already has. Yeah. And I, I gotta, I'm afraid to say, I, but we ain't seen nothing yet. Ba-ba-ba-baby. <laughs> you know. Yep. It's it's going to get worse before it gets better. It really is. You know, there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, the stupid that is coming is going to dwarf the stupid we've already seen. And yes, in the words will. of the uh, great philosopher Ron White, you can't fix stupid. And we're, yeah. Real quick, have you heard from your lawyer friend lately? Um, he was on a call Monday, and I can't remember. Basically, he's he's refreshed everybody, saying you know the the virus is real. Uh, but the social distancing and masks are absolute stupidity. Uh, they have studies that show that they have no uh, no validity validity at all because this thing is not airborne; it's particle borne. Uh, that's his his words. And um, you know, okay. so there. I'm, I that should hear. You should be on today too. I'll have to see if I hear anything. I'll try and bring it up tomorrow. But for some reason, anyway, uh, it's a good thing because I got started late, so uh, we're already off the air anyhow. (laughs) But everybody, take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live. Uh, Robert, thanks for being here, buddy. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care and God bless.